This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back. Lots to discuss in the 8 o'clock hour. What if the refs didn't throw that flag? Why are the little kids crying in the Delaware Valley? And I just want to mention, until one minute ago, I did not realize that today is Valentine's Day. Yeah. It's too close to what we're doing right there, Alan. I want to mention my friend Stephen Singer came by because now I have something to give my wife on Valentine's Day. Nice. And if you want the rose, the gold dip rose, you could still get them at the other corner of Eight the Wall at that guy's spectacular. Yes. I love that man. Al, that is a romantic man, Mr. Stephen Singer. You know who else is romantic? Kind of seen as a Latin lover. Who's that? Uh, that is Ricky Ricardo, who's on the line right now. Right, Ricky? You're right, Angelo. Good morning and happy Valentine's Day, everybody. What did you get your longtime fiance, Maku? It always, always comes from Steven Singer Jewelers. I've got her the, the new rose, the new uh, the new Terry Winkle. Yes. Yeah, the, the Winkle, I got her that. And, uh, and Maku likes cold, hard cash. What? Okay. What? Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> Can't get, you can't what? get her well, a, hold on. a roll of 20s? What, what the, the hell? hell are you doing? Ricky. I'm telling you. That's when I Every year when I ask her, honey, what do you want for Valentine's what? Day? What she hell? says, surprise me with something, and then I need some money. Oh, uh, so, wow. So I surprise her with something from Steven Singer Jewelers, and a little cold, hard cash keeps her happy. That is so romantic. Yes, it wow. is. And my, right. I'm actually going to hand deliver it to her. I'm getting on a plane. You as put soon the as money in a car. Do you Wait have a minute. <laughs> Are you going to talk the money in her thong? Oh, well, the, the you know, that's a hell of an idea when I think about it. <laughs> All right. Let me, can I focus on this damn game, Would Ricky? be good. Please do. Ricky, <clears throat> let's start with this. I have uh, information has come to me very recently yeah. that you are actually on the field yes. that is being criticized roundly for the bad turf. What can you tell us about the state of that field for the game Sunday? Well, I was on the field about uh, about a couple of hours before the game. I, I went down again to watch. I like to watch the kickers warm up to get a feel of just from how long, how much the distance is where they're, they're making kicks. So when Jake Elliott went out to warm up, I watched, and he was having issues 
setting up for his practice kicks. And I said, uh-oh, there's got to be something wrong. At, at that time, nobody was talking about the turf. But there were hundreds and hundreds of people walking all over that thing. That's a, a mixture. I, what I was told is that they developed this thing at, the, at some university, I guess in Oklahoma. And it's three different seeds of grass that they all put together, and they created this thing. You know, it's been about uh, two and a half years that they've been watering this thing, giving it enough sun, enough seed, enough fertilizer, whatever. And then they roll the thing. It's in on tray outside of the stadium. And then they roll that thing in. But what I did see, and Rhea's got a couple of pictures I took of, uh, of the Eagle cheerleaders and people that had to walk around very, very carefully because it was kind of slippery. So, That's but unbelievable. Time, nobody, Nobody was, you know, was even giving it a second thought. But as I watched Jake Elliott warm up and have some kicks, he was having trouble with it a couple of hours before the game. Did you see him when he kicked off and he fell? Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. come on. This is a billion-dollar event. You can't get a good surface to play on? That's yeah, insane. No, it's a shame on the NFL for this. All yeah, right. The, so the, the biggest event, you can't have uh, this kind of a situation. Ricky, some of these events we've talked about this morning, you actually broadcast. The yep. eleven division game with the Phillies. All these games. Yes. Was this you broadcast the game Sunday to your Latin audience? Was this the worst loss in oh, Phillies absolutely. history? There's no doubt about it, Ange. I don't want to hear about the Toronto, you know, the Joe Carter home run. You had another game to win. Yep. It was. It, it wasn't. It wasn't game seven. You had a ten point lead at halftime. What's the stat you gave yesterday, which was was great? Twenty six and one, whatever. Twenty six and one when you have a double digit lead at halftime. This makes the no hitter by the Houston Astros at Citizens Bank Park in the World Series seem like a you know uh, what was that bail bonds uh, team in the yeah. in, uh, in the movie? Al Al's got Al had a list with five other ones. Al, yeah, you listening to Ricky? He did these games. Yeah, he's making no sense in two languages. What are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Ah, uh, stop it! There, it's a you're you're Ricky. Those other ones that Mitch Williams pitch was just it'll never go away ever. It ever. wasn't Game uh, Seven. Stop it! Isn't gonna go away either. Uh, Are you kidding? There's yeah. no getting over this. All right, listen, Ricky. Here's where we are with this, and you do the game. So yes. you might have even included this in what was going on in the second half. Number one target uh, for us so far this week, Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. He, he was helpless against Mahomes in the second half. Uh, how about this? Yeah. How about Vic Fangio? How about two weeks' worth of work from Vic Fangio to come in to, to help with the defense? No, no. he, no, he wasn't. The, that's the problem. They had him working with the offense. Uh, exactly. He was <laughs> you hired the guy for the wrong side of the ball. Are you that's blaming that. Gannon? I, you got to blame Gannon. You got to blame him. And there's no other way around it. And Juju Smith-Schuster was yelling at that back judge the whole game. Every time. Because Bradbury was doing it. Both sides were doing it. But Schuster was on that back judge the whole game. Every time a ball was thrown his way that he couldn't catch, Juju was complaining to that back judge. Wow. And, it, look, we've seen it in baseball. How many times you see a manager work the umpire, work yep. the umpire. Smith Schuster worked that back judge to the point where when it really counted, that back judge says, all right, enough. I don't want to hear any more from this Smith Schuster, and he threw the flag. All right, I want to run some by you, Ricky, because you also, I believe, were doing the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl five Correct. years ago. Yeah. 
Here's what went on, all right? You saw the two plays that led to touchdowns, uncovered receivers. They go in motion. They, as soon as the ball snapped, they go the other way, run out to the corner of the end zone. Nobody follows them. The first time it happened this year, it was the Jaguars on October 2nd. The coach was Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's possible that Peterson talked to Reed and Biennemi and told them, They'll, you can sucker Gannon with this play. Is it possible the first time it happened was with Doug and he was bitter about getting fired and he gave him the play? Well, I don't know about the oh, bitterness. come on, Ricky. Well, no, I, I think I, I obviously think Andy Reid will go back and check because he knows what Doug Peterson was probably going to do on that game. When they went back to look at film, yeah. he saw that there. But, and you know when he saw it? He also saw it last year in the Tampa Bay game. That's right. That's right. In that game, there is so much precedent set. There are certain games, if you go back even two years, but the, the loss last year against the Buccaneers that eliminated the Eagles from the, from the playoffs, there's plenty of motion there with wide-open receivers. There are holes in that defense that was exploited by Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy and Matt Nagy. Right, Matt Nagy. Don't forget him as part yeah. of that troika of offensive minds of uh, of of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, do I think Doug is you know bitter against? I don't, I can't get inside the mind of Doug Peterson, but I tell you what, I know Andy Reid was looking at the at the tape. Remember, the Jaguars had a big lead in that game when it was a monsoon of rain. All right, I don't want to end this negatively, so can we talk a little bit about the performance of Jalen Hurts? What would you think of him, Ricky? Jalen Hurts looks short of the fumble, obviously, but he has done everything you could have asked for and much, much more. Right now, Jalen Hurts is in that group of the elite starting quarterbacks in the league, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, obviously Patrick Mahomes. I'd put him over Josh Allen right now. Uh, look, it would not shock me, it, it, and I'm, try, I'm not trying to make people feel good. It would not shock me one bit if you have to come out of retirement and go to Las Vegas and, and viva Las Vegas next year's Super Bowl because Jalen Hurts is that good, that good of a leader, and we haven't seen the best of Jalen Hurts yet. Well, this leads to my last thing. Al, if you were calling that game Sunday, at uh, the very end, would you somehow invoke my name into the broadcast? Why ruin a great game? Well, uh, apparently, my very good friend Ricky oh, Ricardo no. did oh. so. I did. I did. Oh, Hold no. on. I want to hear that. I have not heard this yet, Ricky. I just got this moments ago. Mm-hmm. Here was Ricky's call at the very end. Y la celebración comienza en el terreno. Pero los Kansas City Chiefs y Andy Reid... Se despiden de mi amigo Angelo Cataldi con una victoria inmensa de 38 por 35. Hay mucho para analizar. All right, Ricky, I am number one, I am very flat that you used my name I in that to, moment. I I and I to. thought I heard you say Mensa. Were you saying I was a genius? <laughs> what I said in that clip was, and obviously that's the final call as the clock went to zero, and I'm saying, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs have come back mm. and taken this Super Bowl victory, taken it from the Philadelphia Eagles, 38-35. to 35. Andy Reid has come, shall I say, full circle, with our good friend Angelo Cataldi, and look, the celebration has just begun. That's the 
interpretation of what well, I said. Well, I, I, I am honored. To, I had to include you. Well, I had to. That is too kind. I would not have. Rhea mm-hmm. would not have. No one here at WIP well, would. A, there's, I have reason to celebrate Valentine's Day because of you, That's my right. friend. Tonight, you, when you are romancing your adorable fiance, Maku, you yes. should be thinking of me. I, I am. It's going to be your face in my mind, in my mind's eye as I'm, as no, I'm caressing her that's, for Valentine's Day. That's not good. That might lead to some dysfunction. Uh, Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> I have something for that, too. <laughs> Ricky, I love you, man. Thank you, pal. You got, hey, we'll talk at the end of the week. Yes, I love you, buddy. Thank you. Ricky Ricardo. If he's not the best, I don't know who is. Mm-hmm. He's awesome, Al. He worked me into the call. Right? Yes. You would not have done that. No. You would not have thought to work me into the call. Probably not. I would prefer that you not no. work me into the call. <laughs> when are you leaving? Bob. <laughs> Friday. Bob's up from Egg Harbor. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Angelo. Bob? I think Dan, I think Dan is taking too much heat here. Oh, all right. I have not had this opinion in two days. I'm looking forward to it. Why, why do you say that, Bob? For one thing, he held them up to seven points in the first half. And as far as the two walk-in touchdowns, especially the second one, I put that more on the players. Shouldn't somebody have picked that up, called it out, and had somebody pick up that uh, the guy that got open? All right, Bob. Uh, let me give you the <clears throat> counter-arguments for both. Number one is um, Mahomes was really barely on the field in the first half because the Eagles controlled 21 minutes of the first 30 minutes. He was only on the field nine minutes and had 20 play. The second right. half, when a when a if a coach is not the person to correct a blown coverage like they did the first time, no player can be held as responsible as a coach who needs to fix that before it comes up again. You do not see why the fingers pointed more at a coach than any individual player. Because the players have to be told exactly what to do when the guy goes into motion that way, and there's no evidence that they were. Well, yeah, but Dan is on the sideline at that point. Only only the players can pick that uh, play up developing. So, no, you know, no, no. How- do you understand they got the tablets on the side? The minute something like that happens, they come in, they're on the sideline, the coordinator goes over to him and says, listen, so you got to go here, not there. You got to do this. And then the next time they react that way, and they didn't. They got burned both times. That indicates a flaw in the way they were coached. Well, okay. But uh, did you hear Barrett Brooks on the post game show? He was great. Uh, Barrett Brooks not- was phenomenal on the post game show. But he, but he killed, but Bob, he killed Gannon. Not, I didn't hear that that much. All right, I'm going to play it for you. Was, All right, he was killing the players. Bob, I'm going to play it for you when we come back for this break, and you can hear what he said. I appreciate the call. I appreciate we had somebody on the other side of the issue, but he did not have a, what what I would call a strong argument. Mm-hmm. All right, well, when I mean, we come back, I'll play it so you understand what. Bro- I thought Barrett Brooks was phenomenal, and after that came out because he was spouting fumes. Yeah. He was so mad. He didn't I'll let swear. you hear what he said. <laughs> he did not swear like his co-host, uh, but it, I thought it was also great. What he said was great. <laughs> no, there is a good reason to blame Gannon first because he is the most deserving of blame. And whatever Sirianni says today, keep that in mind. WIP's morning show 
has really doubled our efforts to point the finger at the defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon. We're pointing two fingers. Rhea, we are what you call in poker. We're doubling down. Mm. Is that poker? Uh, I don't think so. I don't, I'm not I sure. don't know. Could I don't be black. All right, welcome back at uh, 822. Uh, before we do the question, I want to get this out because this caller, uh, in, in over six hours of radio since the other uh, Super Bowl, we have not had any defenders of Jonathan Gann. No. There have been some people who have suggested that others could be blamed also. Players. But nobody has attempted to say Gannon is, should not be the main target. Right. That was the first caller that did, and he cited as evidence the rant that Barrett Brooks did right. after the game on NBC Sports Philadelphia. I was watching it. I thought it was terrific because it was really emotional. Now, Michael Barkham went almost too emotional, <laughs> and he yeah. used the word you're not supposed yes. to, and then he doubled down on the word. Yeah. There was probably a meeting on that yesterday, mm-hmm. I- I'm thinking. But Barrett Brooks did not in any way absolve Jonathan Gannon. Quite the contrary. Here's what he said. I know the last two touchdowns that they had were, were made on plays where they did the same exact play. They mirrored it on both sides. They ran a false motion, tearing back around, and threw the ball to the guys wide open. They're Twice. trying to bump. They're trying to bump the coverage over instead of turning around and just looking and diagnosing what they're doing. They did it the first time. I'm sure they went to the sideline and explained it on the sideline. What did they do? Big Red flipped it to the other side, and they run the same daggone play again. I don't understand why they didn't get out there and really understand what the Chiefs were trying to do to them. That is real. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. An indictment of the coach. It is. You go to the sidelines. The sidelines is where the coach is, right? And the coach yeah. is a defensive coordinator who is in charge upstairs? of that. He... No, he's, yeah, he's right down there. Yeah, he's right down they down there. show him yeah. all the yeah. time. He's always talking into a mic, and I'm thinking to myself when he's doing that, that's probably another dumb play. Well, next year they're turning it off. <laughs> You know, Al, if they'd have turned it off Sunday, we might have won. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just think of it. We might have won if, if just logic prevailed instead of the dumb philosophy oh, of Barrett that man. Says they didn't understand. That's, co- that's, that's coaching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I, I want to just throw this out here because we did get a call from a woman named Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Are there any other chill, uh, people out there whose children have been devastated by the loss? Mm-hmm. Maybe their first huge loss as a sports fan. If so, could you share that with me? Because I, I really want, Al, I think here we could provide a service on how to handle that. Rhea's a phenomenal mom. Right. Mm-hmm. She would know what you can say to the kid uh-uh. so that he feels slightly better. No, I, yeah. I talked to him yesterday when he got home from school, and I apologized to him for my behavior at the TV screen. You were upset. I was screaming at it very right. badly, and he goes, no, he goes... That was the first one I actually was really into with you. Yeah. And he goes, and I watched it, and he goes, I was really disappointed at the end. And he normally doesn't care one eye. So, right. At that point, did you t- sit him down and say, here's his life as a sports fan of Philly? No, I blamed Gannon again to him. <laughs> no, I don't think there's a problem with that. <laughs> if you trained them, Al, even before you know, 10, 11, 12. To find someone to blame, <laughs> yes. according to psychologists, it's that good. will help you get past this. Yeah, I don't That's believe it. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, uh, Kyle Quinn, is yeah. uh, he's still youthful, Al. He's in his 20s. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kyle, uh, do you enjoy uh, finding someone to blame? Oh, yeah. And and do you blame Gannon? I blame Gannon 100%. Well, all right. See, he's been around us now. He's is learned. there anybody who doesn't blame Gannon besides no, I, that caller? No, I have gotten some emails saying, no, that's not the target. 
Some people will just go, listen, he has a boss, Sirianni. You got to start with the coach. Normally, you start with the coach. The offensive minded coach. But this guy guy is the head coach of defense. That's why I'm I'm blaming him. But there are people looking for another target. You don't need to. It's Gannon. Stupid Gannon. Here's the thing about Gannon there will be a news coverage today by Sirianni. He will absolutely be asked about the the work of his defensive coordinator. If he doubles down, if he says what he said about us criticizing Gannon mm-hmm. today, it's going to really ring hollow. It's going to be a hard sell mm-hmm. to a city that watched the Super Bowl go down the drain because the defense could not stop the Chiefs, not even get close to stopping the Chiefs. Think he'll cry? <laughs> Al? Right. Al is never going to forget that. No, Al, on the other hand, he's obsessed <laughs> with the anthem crying. I Normally, I've just stared you out of that. You didn't find it uncomfortable? No, I Powerful didn't. anthem. I'm going to be honest with you. I enjoy seeing a man cry. <laughs> I like it. You know why? It's genuine. It's He was swept up in the moment, and it's a beautiful moment. Then he ruined it. <laughs> but it, it I was, was crying during the fourth quarter. It was fine. <laughs> Till the fourth quarter, and then yeah, we were crying, we were crying. for a whole different reason. <laughs> Had nothing to do with America. All right, where are we right now, Kyle? In our question of the day. Well, Ange, it's brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Armin Chevrolet is celebrating their twenty-third anniversary. Find new roads. Visit ArminChevy.com. See Armin's quality, certified, one-owner, low-mileage, pre-owned inventory. Was the Eagles' loss in Super Bowl Fifty-Seven the worst in Philadelphia sports history? Forty-six percent say no. 37% yes, 17 say it's too early. What to I'm going to say on that is that they haven't fully processed. Well, it can't they be will. too early to, to tell. It is it's, too early to tell. It can't be too early to tell. It is too early. You no. can't proje- How because can it be too early to tell? No, it. it could get you, worse with time. You need more time. Why? Sometimes it gets worse in your memory. The more you think about it, the worse right. it gets. No, it's in the moment how you felt. I That's only need only... to swing well, 10 thank people. You. That is, th- people always seem to forget this. What? Like, however you felt in that moment on Sunday, yeah. Don't sleep on it and get up and go, I've yeah, that, got that, better clarity that, 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 about that, this now. Screw that. That's how no, it felt. No, the better clarity only works toward the negative, right? You never say the next day, you know, it wasn't that bad. No, it's never happened to yes, me. Yes, you do. You wake no, up. Never. no, never. No, I get more pissed off. Never. I'm angrier today than I was yesterday. Too early. To and now, although you won't know, next week I'll be even more bitter. I'm with you, Angie. <laughs> but the only person facing that will be my wife and my dog. God. And that won't be pleasant for them. Tom's on the line. Hi, Tommy. Hey. Tommy, what are you feeling right now, pal? Horrible. Tell me what's bothering you the most. Disappointment. Just straight disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was on the phone with you guys. I guess you thought I was Bob, but nah. I'm like, ah, it's Tom. I'm here. I'm here. All right. Yeah, does Tom. it help you at all, Tom, to, know, to blame someone? Yeah, I'm going to blame the producer. You're blaming Joe Wechter, our producer? Yeah, why not? I don't, I don't know his name. I like nah, you guys. He's a charming guy if you got to know <laughs> Very lovable, likable type. Oh. Tom, what are you feeling right now? Share it with the audience. Disappointment. Disappointment. I just don't know how to say it. I think Gannon fucking deserves to be fired. All right, that's it. I have to let you go at that point. He made a comment. Let the record show he made a comment about Jonathan Gannon.
yeah. and use the next platoon. Call the Michael Barkan show. That language yes. is not tolerated here. <laughs> Apparently, Barkan now is allowed, Al, to use bad language. <laughs> he Joe, loses his mind. Joe, can I have that one more time? <laughs> can you find that for me? Because I got to say, Al, here's the thing. Rhea is acknowledging here that in the latter stages of that game, she was really yes. letting it rip. I yep. was standing f- like literally right. with my nose an inch away from the TV. There should be moments in time where the FCC rules yes. do not apply. Correct. After losing a Super Bowl, that should be one of the moments. Do we have that? We do. Here's Barkin. And call Shepard's team with a bullshit call. I mean, utter, complete bullshit is unbelievable. It's inexcusable. Um, uh, did you Al, see Barrett's face? Al, well, Al, you work at NBC Sports <laughs> yeah, yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah. They, they have not changed rules. That is not a word you could use. Uh, I don't, well, you know, technically you can. You can? Uh, it's not, ba- it's it's not basic it's, cable. It's not, it's not what, I don't know. I've even, heard I, that word on basic cable. Yeah, oh, yeah, you can. You yeah, can. Yeah, it's up to you. It's you, allowable, but the station itself yeah, does not you, prefer using correct. it. Yeah, it's okay. not. Uh, yeah. All right. But looking, again, if I'm running that they're station. They're not going to get go, any FCC violations. No. Yeah. The thing I'm thinking, if I'm running the station, is that's one time when you can. Do you, yeah. You Michael, I mean? You know, he's, he's, he's caught up in the moment. Right. His. You know, nothing wrong with it. His glasses Michael, went from we blue have to your red. Back. Yeah, we have your back on that one, Michael. Yeah, he should have moved glasses. Yes. You know, you used to have the things where you move changes and then the color changes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go, wow, Michael's mad Bright today. red now. They're red. This is bad. Harris is up next from Maryland. Hi, Harris. Harris, where are you? A lot of people. I don't know what's going on today. Self is here. Hi, Self. What's going on, Angelo? Self, are you blaming anyone right now? Listen, I'm blaming you. Already know I'm blaming Janet, man. I'm right. blaming. I'm blaming uh, Stegen too. I'm gonna try to do this in one minute. Today, my birthday, man. So, happy birthday and happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, thank you. Happy uh, Valentine's Day to you too. It's three facets to this game, Angelo. Number one, coaching. Number two, the refing. Number three, the betting. Betting got to get out of sports. Period. I think that's bad for the game because I think it's isn't heavily influential on on sports. That's that's one. Two, the wrestling. Did anybody see the picture of Mahomes and the referee swapping jerseys? No. Like, you're kidding. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Cheffers, I'm a, I'm a wait a minute. Wait a minute. Cheffers, the main ref? No, it's, it's, I don't know what ref this is, but don't he tell me jerseys it's the, with a ref. If I'm it's the I'm, back I'm judge, a, that's a bigger scandal. I'm going to I'm a, I'm a put it on Twitter and, and, and tag right, so. your name in it. I'm being told that this might be an overstatement. It oh, it's not real. It's it's Photoshop. It's a meme. Selfie. That's a meme. It's different. It could be, but but <laughs> looking at that game, right. I definitely think that that was uh, officiating was a part of it because you notice when we played our playoff games, we had all of the refs that we liked. That's true. Andy Reid made sure we didn't have that luxury against him. Well, he did his he- homework. I'm not sure he, he got to assign it. Yeah, I'm not the, sure he assigned my, it. But self, I I get what you're saying. It's making a ton of sense. The only the only officiating thing that I was really upset about was the Devontae Smith overturn because I really truly oh. believed the Eagles were going to score on that drive. Like they yeah. did, they got a field goal, but that was ridiculous. It right, should there was not enough to overrule it. Here's another one. Somebody reminded me yeah. yesterday. There was a play where Smith got smoked oh. helmet oh, to boy. helmet. 
no call. It was uh, now yeah. the people yeah. I was with were screaming that it was out of bounds, and that's what I and they're no. going, "No, it was helmet to helmet." Helmet and, to yeah. helmet. And I'm going to tell you yeah. something, Sal. That's a way more dangerous play than that tiny little thing that Bradbury oh, did. Right. Uh, come agree. on, come on. What about Andrew, the coaching? What about the coaching, Sal? The coaching. Here, here's the deal. Gannon and Shikin did exactly what they did against the Redskins and everybody we lost against. They went in there with their regular, comfortable offense and defense. And I told y'all, Andy Reid was going to run the ball. It's the element of surprise. Yep. What you think he's not going to do, he's going to do. It's true. And they didn't prepare for that. They didn't prepare for that. Instead, you blitz. You didn't blitz the whole game, and you blitz down at the red zone near the goal line. No. You deserve to get beat right there. So there's a, a lot of the things you're saying are not provable. But I know that there were only, according to Seth Joyner, no more than two or three blitzes in the entire game, which to me is patently ridiculous when you have a highly skilled quarterback with a bad foot. Al, to me, put more pressure on him, see what happens. Not what they were doing, which is allow him to zing the ball to all of his inside passers, all his quick hits, and don't be playing off them in a soft zone that nullifies your own pass rush. It was a horrible plan by Jonathan Gannon. And I expect today the head coach, Nick mm-hmm. Sirianni, to acknowledge the failure of his defense. He doesn't have to name Gannon. I want him to say to him, that defense let us down. I want to hear that. 215. You are not hearing that. 215. <laughs> I may book myself to tomorrow's show. Here. Why don't you go down to the news conference? No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> that would be a show. Shut up. All right, uh, there will be meetings today, so I find out what this show entails, Al. Yeah. I do not normally do shows that I have not planned myself. Well, you don't have much No, choice, it's all good. You know? I, I've been talking to Cindy. You're a bit- These are, they're, they're, those surprises are more for social media. All right, I don't right? want any surprises. Yes, there won't be surprises right. on the show. The, the only surprise was when I have said that I was leaving, and Al kept saying, so you're leaving? You're really leaving? Yes. Yeah. But Al will remain, and it's in the story in the Inquirer today, Al. Really? A new five-year deal. Oh, cool. <laughs> Which you call the lifetime contract. <laughs> yes. All right. Like uh, anyway, uh, I asked this before. Th- this is where we are, and I could just tell you that this is going on because people now, by virtue of the Internet, right. can send me actual videos of their children crying. Ugh. And I have been dealing with nice. quite a lot of that in the last 48 hours. God. So last week, I, I got 50, maybe more, of, of videos of little kids singing the fight oh, yeah. song. That was cool. It was cute. We actually did like a big uh, a montage yeah, of yeah. all of them. Now, however, many of those same children have been reduced to tears because the Eagles blew the game, right? And we are here today to provide some information to parents that might help them to get their kids through this. And apparently, uh, we have one of our top callers (laughs) who has a delightful young son named Roman, and his name is Kenny Justice from the Dirty 30. Hi, Kenny! First off, the Tampa loss was way, 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 way worse, but we'll get to that later. Let's talk about Roman. Um, I was 34 when I saw my second Eagles Super Bowl. Roman's 12 and saw his second Eagles Super Bowl. And in his 12 years, he's seen a lot of success in Philly. So he doesn't know what it's like to wander through the desert. This kid, when that game was over, started crying. He cried himself to sleep. In the morning, we couldn't even get him up to go to school. His 12-year-old mind couldn't comprehend how an Eagles team that was that superior lost the game. 
So what and, did you say? You must be able to get him to understand, right, Kenny? Well, the first thing I got to do, and, and I'm going to credit my um, psychology friend Susie about this, is you got to let him get it out, and just you got to let him cry it out. And then when he's calm enough, then you got to talk to him. And I said, Roman, part of part of the joy and agony of being a Philadelphia sports fan is the extreme letdown disappointments, and it's because we get so into our teams. We get so high that when there's a low, it is deep. I said, we could live in a town that doesn't care. We could be out in, in San Diego or Los Angeles, or we could be in, in the Midwest. Hawaii. They care. Uh, Hawaii, there you go. If we were in Hawaii, he'd be more worried if the, the, the waves were breaking yeah. right or not. Yeah. But if you're going to be in Philadelphia, suffering is part of the whole thing. Because when you do win, that's why our highs are so high, because our lows are so low. And welcome to Philadelphia. I mean, this was his this was his wake up call to it. All right, Kenny, I'm not going to uh, contest yeah. this uh, Sue or whoever the woman's name is, who was your psychology uh, person. But um, I have read today that it is very, very helpful if you can identify someone to blame. Really, and and that is why I would have gone on to say, now Roman, Jonathan Gannon ruined this for all of us, and um, we should boo him if he remains in the city. Now, is that going too far? I know you boo people. I'm just wondering. But here's the thing. Jonathan Gannon was no more egregious than Jim Schwartz was five years ago. The difference in these two games was, in five years ago, the Eagles' offense never made a mistake. Everything they did was to perfection, and they basically outscored their crappy defensive coordinator. True. This game, we had two huge mistakes, the fumble and the punt return. And if we don't have those, we outscore Jonathan Gannon. I think the bigger problem we have here is our defensive coordinators for the past 15 years don't understand how to be a defensive coordinator at a big game. And that needs to be addressed by the organization because we can't continue to have – we can't keep relying on having an offense outscore our inept defensive coordinators. Kenny, that's an amazing point. Just think of it this way. The Eagles gave up 33 points and 613 yards – in Super Bowl 52. If they had lost the game, Jim Schwartz would have been every bit the target that Gannon is right now. The only difference is the offense saved his life. Right, I mean, but but I, but I can't blame the offense for not being. Brandon flawless. Graham made one play. Yeah, Brandon Graham stripped the ball, and that yeah. gave us the game. But they Kenny, never, they never got that turnover. Kenny, I'm telling you, the thing is. It, it, since it didn't happen and you lost, this puts Gannon in the crosshairs forever. Absolutely. And this, this is there's two things I'm praying for. One, that Gannon gets the head coach at Arizona. And two, um, Jeffrey Lurie has come so far as an owner that the, the next thing you need to do is realize what a defensive coordinator in Philadelphia means. Yeah. It needs to be aggressive, blitzing, dangerous. We want teams – fearing coming here, like in the days of you know Buddy Ryan's defense and, and Bud Carson's defense. Kenny, how many Super Bowls did you win with those grinding, blitzing? Nothing. We didn't no. win any, yeah. No. But it was fun you know, watching. You know what we didn't have then? Al, we didn't have, we didn't have an understanding of an offensive line back then. Very true. Randall Cunningham never had an O-line. It's very true. All right, Kenny, we have that. Oh, one other thing you said that seemed foolish to me. Mm-hmm. You're going to say that the loss at the last game at the vet to Tampa was worse than losing in the Super Bowl in the final seconds? Listen, there's there's three things. First, it was at home. Second off, it was at the home of the vet, which me, 
that's the only stadium I know. Only stadium I know. And and you, unless you were there, which you weren't, that walk from the vet to the parking lot, mm-hmm. it, it was like it was like a horror movie with zombies mm-hmm. and people like there was like fires going in trash cans and nobody said a word and everybody had the glazed look on their face like you see in a horror movie after a disaster and that devastating feeling. I also won the lottery and had Super Bowl tickets for that year. I mean, there's so many things about that. That was I call that that was my age of innocence lost that game right. until that point in my life. The Eagles had never or any any sporting event had never hurt me like that one, and I've never gotten over it, which means that this last loss, while it hurts me to death, still can't pop the hurt I had after that last game of the battle. Kenny, uh, wish well to our friend Roman. Great call. Thank you. Al, I want to change the question for the 9 o'clock hour. Now what is it? All right. Uh, what was the worst loss in Philadelphia history? Uh, Super Bowl on Sunday, uh, and, and you picked the other three. One should be the last game at the vet. Right? Okay. The uh, Tampa loss oh, at the vet. Yeah, I Williams. want you to get us four. Yeah, Mitch mm-hmm. Williams. Uh, uh, but and, put uh, him in a way that it's nice. Right? Word them nice. Okay. How do you word them nice? Um, uh, uh, Concise and... Uh, which was the worst loss in Philly's history? Is it the uh, Sunday, uh, the Witch uh, Williams game, the last game against Man, the Man, that's not worded well at all. Oh. Tighten it up. Okay. Tighten it up. One, two, three, or four. No, that you have to actually say what they are. All right, Al, that's your assignment in the next five minutes. Yeah. Right? Then we're going to roll the question out. Yeah. I'll come in back to you at five minutes with the question. Okay. <laughs> Something tells me that's not going to go. Time are we done? No, and, and, and just work <laughs> Same on time, the question. Just work, work on the question. Yeah. He has a pencil. We're halfway home. Kim's here from South Philly. Hi, Kim. Hey, good morning, everybody. Oh, Kim, help me. I'm so glad you called. I am in a bad state, and I need your your advice. How do we deal uh, with this? I, we, we, went, we had our therapy session during the game. We were, I worked it all out. We had a uh, – we knew what, what was possible. We all knew the, what we wanted to happen, but we also knew that Jonathan Gannon was the defensive coordinator. And you saw that the rotation that they had, they did not use the speed that got them the wins throughout the season. He went with size. That's very true. And size did not work. He had, not at all. Uh, I have not seen the snap count yet. Davis was in way more than he had been mm-hmm. in quite some time, Kim. And, and you're right. He was using a less mobile line, and they were getting burned because Mahomes on a bad leg was still running. And that does not work when you're using that terrible zone defense that he's been using all year long anyway. That zone was so messed up. Our cornerbacks and safeties weren't even in the screen because they were so far back. Yeah. And that that nullifies the pass rush, Kim, because he can just drop back three steps and zip it into the wide-open receiver. That's stupid. Look, I, I, you you about to take me down a rabbit hole because – I'm no longer upset, and talking to you will bring up the emotions that I have worked effectively at. Well, Kim, you're going to get – let me tell you something, Kim. We're friends. uh, We know each other. Kim, I'm warning you right now. When Sirianni talks today, you're going to get upset anyway because what he's going to tell you, you will not believe. He will tell you how great Gannon is. Angela, I've worked very hard at dealing with this loss. Now, my child, this was his first major loss. And he, I thought I didn't know he was that mad. Like we left the party, came home, mm. and that Joker was still. No, man, no. 
Like, what was they doing? Like, no, oh, man. And I, my daughter went to school. They had four minutes to get their feelings out the teacher, you know, let them talk about how they felt and everything. But Oh, wait, 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 wait. Temp- Time out. This is awesome. How old is your son? My son turned 15 yesterday. All right. And your daughter went to school, and the teacher saw how stressed the kids were and had them let it out in the first few minutes? Mm-hmm. That's out. Is that amazing? The last 15. No, that is, I never heard the teachers at school knowing there would be a depressed fan, uh, student base had the kids emote for a few minutes. That's good. How it make him. That's how much this impacted the city. Didn't they start two hours late? They did start two hours late. The two hours wasn't enough. The kids needed to get it out. Yeah. Kim, that is a good teacher. Miss Tansit. Wow, that is a good teacher. So, Kim, are they better today? Are they okay? Yeah, because we're already looking forward to September. <laughs> All right, they probably it, it probably listening to this show would not help them then. But I love no. you, Kim, and and thank you. Got to watch <laughs> out you. for the children. No, I'm going to be honest with <laughs> yeah. you. When when Sirianni talks today and praises Gannon, and you know he's gonna, he's going to be saying he's going to be taking yeah. salt and pouring it directly into your wound. Because you know, you watched what happened, and you know the truth. They didn't even cover receivers for touchdowns. You can't sell that to this city. You hearing me, Sirianni? You can't sell to this city that that guy knows what he's doing. Name the city you could sell it to. Kansas City. No. no. There's not a single... San Diego. NFL, there's not a single NFL fan base. Well, maybe the maybe the Los Angeles market <laughs> that would literally look at that and find it acceptable. I'm telling you right now, Nick Sirianni is about to fall into a trap door that is going to have him lose the city. Do not sell to this city today that Jonathan Gannon is a is a, a what did he call him? We had the cut. Joe, Brilliant. Play a little bit of this again. Just listen to that. Here it is. Sometimes I have to I have to hear like some things about Jonathan Gannon, but this guy is an unbelievable coordinator. The the fact that he doesn't get respect from our radio station blows my mind. I want an apology. I want an apology for that dumb take, and I want him to tell the truth today about that defensive coordinator. Assistant coach of the year, Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, no. my ass he is. Assistant coach of the year that ruined the Super Bowl for this city. Little kids had to emote. Little kids showed up two hours late and oh. then had to say how they'll, sad they were. They'll get over it. You know what you do? I will knock it over. You call them in. You say, listen, what did two pieces of pizza and a Coke cost yesterday? And they'll tell you. And yeah. then you say, what does it cost today? And they'll tell you. And they'll get over it. Wow, you should write books. How was that? That's a book on parenting. Al, do you have the question now? Yes. All right, here is the new. What now, was the worst worst loss in uh, Philly sports history? You Philadelphia Sun- sports history. Yes, uh, Sunday's loss to the Chiefs. Sunday's loss to the Chiefs. Uh, 2003 last game at the Vet versus the Bucks. Beautiful. 1993 Joe Carter home run. Beautiful. 2011 Phillies loss to the Cardinals game five. Tremendous job by Al Morgan. There you go. WIP sports time. When we come back. The smartest man we know, Andrew Brandt. Yes. He ran the Packers. What would he do if today he ran the Eagles? He'd run against Gannon. WIP's.